everyone. This is the Film Obsessed Couple. I'm Shelly. And I'm Scott. And welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. We're going to be talking about the craft. Yes, we are. I know it doesn't feel this way to you people listening, but it's been a minute for us. We've taken a couple weeks off. Yeah, from recording. Yes. Like we haven't been in here for a minute. Yeah, so it, by the magic of us recording early, you, you will not feel like we've been gone. But to us, it's been a minute. But for us, we're like, wait, what do we do? Yeah, how do I do this again? Who are we talking to each other? No, we're talking to everybody. This, yeah, this movie, it's been a minute for this movie since I've watched it. That's I know. What I thought you were talking about. I'm like, yeah, it has been a minute. It's been a minute for that, too. Yeah, so I'm like, what happened again? <laughs> Got my notes here with me. I'm like, oh, please guide me notes. I'm just like, witches. Do they burn? No. That's it. Witches. That the end. All right. Next episode. <laughs> um, yes, it has been a minute. And I was going through my notes and stuff and kind of remembering some of the um, trivia facts that I had looked up. But um, yeah, so we're kind of in the middle of fantasy month. So what's a fantasy movie specifically? You know, it could be Hobbits and Lord of the Rings and Star Wars mm. and stuff. Mm. So since, you know, I was going through movies that were listed as fantasy, but since it's kind of a wide interpretation, I was just like, you know, haven't seen this movie in a while. Screw it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So we did. <laughs> and that'll be the same thing with the next movie as well. Kind of. Is it fantasy? But yeah. 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 I guess Yeah. if you guys have suggestions, you can email us at thefilmobsessedcouple at gmail.com. And mm. well, I mean, we'll... It doesn't have to be the same genre that we're doing. It could be off the wall. It could be just whatever. But you can email us or you can even even reach out to us on um, social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. Mm -hmm. And we usually post what episode we're going to be doing over the weekend. Um, we release it that Monday. So either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, we'll we'll put out there what episode it's going to be and you can always comment and be like oh you should do this next yeah or, oh my goodness yay or you know just whatever we mm -hmm. we like interaction yeah absolutely we'll take advice and we've already done that with my neighbor totoro you know we got that recommended so mm -hmm. we can do that too yep um so the craft yes it is a witchcraft movie it was released in 1996 mm. um i think the first time i watched this was on tv I remember my parents, I can't always bring this up, it feels like, but they are they are religious. Um, I don't know, pretty religious, just religious, I guess. Yeah. But they were like, oh, The Craft, you shouldn't watch that because that's got devilry and witchcraft in it. Here's Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they some for some reason let me read that. that. That's so much better. Uh, we were pretty big at going to church at that, um, well, later in the year of 1990. Later in the 1990s, we went to church. Mm. And I was reading Harry Potter, and I remember my mom being like, uh, you don't want to bring that in. She's <laughs> like, some of those people think that that's evil. Oh, and I'm like, this kid that's going to school? Fiction? Yeah. That he's having, like, real problems that kids have? Yeah. I don't know. That's, wow. Okay. But yes, I, I remember it was on TV or something, so I had to watch it with commercials and stuff. So, uh, but I did watch it, and that's probably the only other time I've ever seen this before. It's just this one time, and now this. I watched it on VHS. Ooh, what's that? I know <laughs> that collection I have. Remember, I I showed you. Yes. That vintage collection. Oh, is it back there right now? It is. Oh wow! If only we had a VHS player, it could have saved us a rental. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. I think I have it. Maybe. I posted 
on social media, like it's been a month or two, I think, of, of the collection of my VHS. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, good times. You have some interesting ones in there. I remember you've got like Money Talks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why Money Talks? <laughs> Probably because it was on sale. Oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Some people, I don't know if people remember that movie, but that was Rush Hour before Rush Hour, basically. Yeah. I think it's the same director with Chris Tucker. And then they were like, well, this is fun. Let's bring Jackie Chan in. Yeah, Jackie Chan. The cast, I don't know, this is kind of like a start of some of the movie, some of the, for Nev Campbell anyway. Mm -hmm. This was like uh, one of her first wide release movies. Was she doing Party of Five at this time? No idea. Yes. Yes, she was. It was 1994 to 2000. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. So she was on Party of Five, you know, about those parents getting killed, I think in a car crash, and they have to kind of figure out what they're going to do and live. And the main character of Lost, Jack, was the big brother in that show. Mm, Okay. I don't remember Party of Five. I remember the name, but I can't remember if I ever watched it. Yeah, I don't remember watching it. I know my sister did, but I didn't really care for it at the time. I was not old enough to appreciate it. But yeah, she was in Party of Five at this time. Uh, Who else do we got? We got Feruza Balk, who plays Nancy. Which, what else was she in at this time? I know she was in The Waterboy, I think, after this. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. She was in The Island of Dr. Moreau the same year. Which is just a shit show of a movie. Oh, no. It's a terrible, terrible movie. At least she could be like, hey, but I was in the craft. Yeah, she plays like a crossbreed <laughs> of like a werewolf or something, a wolf or something. Oh, dear. That's what the whole movie is, is her dad is Marlon Brando and he's crossbreeding humans with animals. Mm. Uh, we have Robin Tooney, who plays Sarah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wearing a wig throughout this whole movie, mm-hmm. we found out, because she was in a movie called Empire Records before where she shaved her head. Yes. So that's pretty drastic. And she looks pretty good with a shaved head. Yeah, I showed you a picture. Yeah, I thought she looked pretty good. I was like, you get it, girl. Like, I'd love to shave my head, but, you know, I'm scared to death of what I look like. Maybe one day. Maybe. Mm -hmm. And then we have Rachel True, who plays Rochelle. I remember her being the love interest in Half-Baked with Dave Chappelle. Okay. So, yeah. Christine Taylor, Ben Stiller's wife, plays the bully as well. Awesome. And then Skeet Ulrich plays... Her kind of love interest, Robin Tooney's boyfriend in this, who would later go on to be in Scream with Nev Campbell. Yeah, that's right. Pretty scary. Pretty scary. Pretty crazy. <laughs> it's all scary. So I don't know if you know this, but this movie was pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but Siskel and Ebert actually gave it two thumbs down. I imagine. They said it was depressing and the witchcraft scenes were the only good part. It feels cheap. Like, it feels like they didn't have a lot of money to do this, which I'm sure they didn't. They may not have. Um, but we'll talk a little bit about things later, about the bugs and everything that is in here. <laughs> so this opening scene is pretty funny because it's like a 90s. I, I referred to this movie as grunge witchcraft in my notes <laughs> because the opening scene in the movie is like flashes of the desert and the ocean and fireballs getting thrown around. And it's like the craft. Yeah. And then we see Robin Tooney and her parents, like, flying on a plane, coming to... Does this take place in Los Angeles, I'm assuming? Like, California? I'm guessing. Yeah. We'll say yes. We'll just go with that, because I have no idea. But it's pretty funny, this opening scene, because, you know, they've as they're driving, like, Robin Tooney and her parents, which, she has a dad in this, and I'm assuming her mom, but Mm -hmm. the mom is never in this movie. No. The dad has a little part, but, yeah, you see the mom, and when they get to their 
new home, I guess. Um, she's done. She's gone. Yeah, she's just working, I guess. Peace out. This is my part. I guess so. I'm out of here. I don't have to raise a kid or anything. Because at the end, you know, spoilers, but she's like, your mom and dad were on a plane. I'm like, mom? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> and I did open up. I did say that the opening had devil music. Yes, I think I called it because it sounded, it was Our Lady Peace. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, I think we watched this through Hulu, right? Or Amazon, something. But if you paused it, it would tell you the song that was playing. Yeah, which is cool. So I was like, ooh, Our Lady Peace. I was right. And I say devil music, and I don't mean it. <laughs> right. Because I listen to that kind of music, and it's not. That's just what people say. Yeah, well, I don't think we get a, a reasoning why they're moving to California. But they're in this new house. It's like fancy old house. Well, it looks kind of beat up, I will say. Yeah, it's like medium. <laughs> it's medium class. Medium, yeah. I guess they could afford it maybe. But it's funny. She walks upstairs to her room and like her balcony door is already open. Oh. You think that that would be closed? Yeah. Like anybody can creep on in there. Yeah, well, she puts up a picture of her mom. Well, just a woman at this point. Mm-hmm. And then she goes downstairs and she's like rummaging through some boxes and this dude comes in. Yeah, with a <laughs> snake. Yeah, they as they go into the house, first they pass like there's a snake on the road. But yes, this dude has a snake. And he's like, you, he says something to the effect of he asks Robin, uh, Robin, what's her name in the movie? Sarah? Sarah. Um, yeah, I put Robin in here. So I'll say Sarah. I'll say Sarah. Oh, I he, have both. Okay. But this crazy dude is like preaching at Sarah, like, ah, blah, 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 blah. and he asked her if she, like, wants the snake back and... Talking in tongues. Yeah, pretty much. And he's asking her, like, what's the matter with her? And she's like, Dad! <laughs> there's a crazy man in here. The doors weren't locked for some reason. Yeah. And the dad chases him out. He's probably a squatter. He's like, this was my home until you got here. <laughs> That's like that episode of The Simpsons where they, um, they come home after abandoning their house. And Otto, the bus driver, and his girlfriend are living in there. Oh, boy. He's like, hey, Crystal, wake up. He's like, watch that corner over there. That's where I peed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I had a bunch of uh, bugs in here with me. You'll probably find them later. Yeah. They're in the walls right now. So the dad's all like, hun, you know, you, you want to go to school tomorrow? Why? You don't have a uniform. You can just stay home until you get your uniform. Yeah, just relax. And she's like, well, I can't stay home and watch daytime TV forever. Like I've gotta, I've gotta get back in there. I gotta get back to school. It's okay. And we're like, okay. I don't know what happened. Yeah, which, sure. which as a kid, there was nothing more boring to me than going over to my grandparents' house and watching daytime TV. Yes. Like I, if I, I was off for mind. school, mm -mm. they would watch like Wheel of Fortune, and maybe that'd be fun. But then there was like nothing on. Yeah. It. I mean, talk shows, and I mean, when Maury came on, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. Um. But, geez. Yeah. No, I didn't like it. And then my grandma would watch her stories, as she said, the soap operas, soap operas, which I felt very boring. So she cut, it cuts to school the next day. She goes to like a Catholic school and she's walking in. And as she goes through the door, she sees like a gigantic cross with Jesus on it. Yeah, because I mean, I think we find out later it's a Catholic school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all in uniforms and skirts and jackets and ties and stuff, which Brecken Meyer is one of the bullies in this. He's been in a ton of stuff. He was the skater guy in Clueless. I think I told you that yeah. he tries to jump out the window on the first floor in Clueless when he finds his grades. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's he, a funny guy. Yeah, he's like, would the suicides please stop? He's like trying to jump out on the first floor. So at the school, there are the three girls. You got Faruza Balk as Nancy, Nev Campbell as somebody, and Bonnie. then Bonnie and Rachel True. 
as Rochelle. So they're like the three girls. They have a reputation of being witches already, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know how that came to be. But. Yeah, that, that guy that you were just talking about, he's like, scary bitch alert. I'm like, well, that's fucking rude. I mean, I know kids are awful. Yeah. But damn. As we'll come to find later throughout this movie, kids are awful, but... They're very awful. Yeah, they, they're they like, oh no, witches, we're scared. And I'm like, well, what, what are the circumstances for them to be like, oh, they're witches? Which, I mean, they don't help because Nancy has a noose in her locker. I was going to say, yeah, she opens so... it and it's got like this noose, which couldn't have that today. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, no. That's like in uh, The Breakfast Club where he had a uh, flare gun. The nerd had a flare gun in his locker and mm. it went off. Can't have that anymore. No way. If you ever could. I doubt you could ever have that. Yeah, I don't think that was like ever a, a thing. It's just you could probably get away with it. Yeah. Well, Breckenmeyer and he's friends with Skeet Ulrich. He's like a football player. The guy Skeet Ulrich is. And there's another guy that I thought was the guy who played Johnny Drama on Entourage. But it's not. There's this third dude of the group of friends who doesn't really say anything throughout the movie. But I thought that was who the character was. But no, it's not. And he doesn't really do anything in this movie anyway. Okay. He's just there. Yeah. So we're in class and stuff, and Sarah is sitting in the back of the room, and there's this running gag that they're always in French class. I know. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, that's They're not really in any other classes. Well, they're in science class, I guess, but they're mainly in French class throughout this whole thing. And I read some trivia, which I didn't write it down because I'm just like, oh, please. Uh, but they're like, oh, what was written on the French board wasn't really French. It oh, really? It wasn't correct, and I'm just like... Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, years and years ago, I saw something funny on Reddit where it was like a picture of a porno where it was like a school scene and it was like a lady standing over like a dude. And the math on the backboard, someone had posted and it was like, the math is right. Like all the math on oh, the board wow. was right. <laughs> well, that's kind of cool. That's pretty funny. Like the math has to be accurate in this porno we're making. But if there was like a... A French movie and they had the English wrong on, on yeah. the blackboard, I'd be like, whatever. Yeah. I you, mean, it's just whatever. You really couldn't look it up on YouTube or Wikipedia at the time, I guess, if you're making French. No, uh, yeah. Putting French up there. But Sarah's sitting in the back room, and I think Nev Campbell is in this class with her, mm-hmm. and she sees that Sarah is like, turn. she has a pencil and she's balancing it perfectly on the desk. Yeah. And then the pencil starts turning. Yeah. So we get some witchy shit right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, and it was funny to me because Nev Campbell was looking at her balancing this pencil, and the pencil is just standing up on the desk, and mm-hmm. she's just like, "Yeah, <laughs> she's like, how does she stand that pencil up like that?" She was like shocked. Yes, like ghost face shocked. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, Brecken Meyer has a really bad line in here where he he's like bad at speaking French because it's one of those classes where you have to speak French the whole time, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Why do we have to learn French? We live in L.A. We should be learning Mexican." Oh, no. Like, oh, oh, gosh. Which I did not take the fr- the uh, Spanish class where you had to talk Spanish the entire time. I stopped right before that. Me too. I was like, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Mm-mm. No way. No thanks. Uh, my buddy Tom did, I think. But yeah, you had to speak it the whole time. So we get some background here where the other women, like the three witches, are talking about needing a fourth. You don't really know why. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we need a fourth. And Nev Campbell's like, I think I found a fourth for us. And... Uh, Sarah comes up to the group of girls in science class and she's like, hey, can I sit with you guys and 
Feruza Bulk just gives her the biggest stink eye. Yeah, she kind of scares her off. She's like, fine, I'll go to a different group. Look, it's no fault of her own, but some of the looks she was given in here were kind of weird. Like her face, she has a very distinctive face, I guess. She has a really big mouth. Yeah, some of the scenes where she's like going crazy later were making me laugh. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say that she could eat a sandwich whole if she needed to. Maybe, I wonder if she's a good singer. I don't know, but I do have some funny trivia. Fuck it, I'll tell it right now. Okay, yeah. So, doing some background on this story, Feruza Balk, I guess, did was into witchcraft or, or was interested in it. Mm-hmm. So, she bought like a store or something mm-hmm. that she operated for a bit. Right. The funny thing about that is I, I was doing research and she appeared on an episode of like Ghost Hunters or something like that. Really? Where she has this art studio, I guess. And I don't know if she owns the whole building, but goddamn, it was a huge building. And she was like, oh, it's a good place to, like, paint. And it showed her, like, painting. It was very funny. There's a woman reenacting what happened that doesn't look like her at all. Mm. She was like, I was in the room painting. And, like, this lady that looks like she's 30 years younger than her is, like, painting. <laughs> uh, and she's like, and, yeah, I, d- I didn't watch most of it, but it was just funny to me. But she's like, oh, this, I could hear people walking by. or I- She's like, there's this very long hallway you have to walk down to go to the bathroom. And I could hear someone, like, walk behind me. Oh, wow. So she had a medium or, like, a ghost person, which that'll play a little bit later into the next movie we'll do for this episode or podcast. But she had like a seance or a medium come in there. And the funny thing about mediums, I guess I should say, I don't believe in any of it. Mm. I don't think it's real paranormal activity. I mean, people say that there's movies about it. I don't believe the movies are real. I don't believe in paranormal activity. The movies. I find it very fascinating. Uh, I want to believe in it. Nah, I just, I just don't, I just don't. And maybe that's, They'll never listen to this. Maybe that's because I was raised in a religious household. That's okay. That after a while, I was just like, nah, I don't believe it. Yeah, you don't have to. So, but but she brought like a medium in and this lady, they always sound like they're making it up on the spot. Like when these mediums are talking about what's going on. <laughs> she's like, yeah, these, uh, got these dark, uh, dark, dark spirits. Yeah, yeah, dark spirits mm-hmm. in here and, and something, uh, something bad happened here. Yeah, yeah. And. <laughs> They are, they are, uh, they are not happy. Yeah. I'm just like, they always sound like bad. Like if you've experienced that, like if you talk to the Ghostbusters, they're going to be like, oh, it's like a level five, you know, right. Free forming vapor. As they said in the movie, <laughs> you're gonna be like, well, that's your kind of language. That sounds real. Like they sound like they know what they're talking about. <laughs> this lady is like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. She's like the fucking SNL skit. Like oh, that's the no. ticket. It's like, where's my script? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's just kind of a, a relation where she is kind of into this stuff. And people thought she was a witch or something for a while. Or But but yeah, she just kind of was interested in it. I mean, there's I was interested in, um, I think it's called paganism or pagan mm-hmm. for a little bit. It's just very nice. It's more like earthy. Yeah. You know, almost like the uh, Japanese. You Shinto. Know, yeah. How yeah. they're just love the earth and worship, you know, everything that helps us live, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's what I really like. I told you, I think, after this epi- after we watched the movie or something, but I did try magic one time. Oh. So basically, we're going off off script here we're quite a bit. We're off the rails here. But there's a comic book artist I like, and I've got a lot of his stuff right here behind me, Grant Morrison. He, a little bit. He believes in, like, magic and all that stuff. Like, serious magic with a CK instead of an IC. Whoa. Um, but he said one time where he was like, oh, there's a belief in magic where, like, if you... Write down what you want, like money 
or fame or whatever and take those letters and combine them into one symbol like mm. combine them and then you like meditate on that symbol you like you just focus on it you meditate it you you want it you think about it and then at the end you rip it up or you burn it you know then you will get what you want so i tried that i don't even remember what i said i wanted maybe like a relationship or something at the time <laughs> but i was like company <laughs> i don't know i want a girlfriend but i tried it and it didn't work and i was like fuck grant morrison oh. no but i i don't know i was like well fuck it doesn't seem like i'm gonna have to sell my soul to the devil for this so <laughs> might as well give it a try it seems uh kind of it's like a vision board kind of i think so things up there and he like really kind of manifested yeah he was doing the secret with me now that i think about it it's like oh. if you envision it you will get it oh um yeah no if it was like you have to sacrifice something or like sell your soul to the devil Gosh, i'd be like nah, nah i don't pass. <laughs> i don't believe in that anyway but yeah just to be safe that's not gonna mess with that <laughs> so back to the movie oh yes that we're doing called the craft skeetle or chris yeah he's flirting with robin or mm -hmm. sarah and it's very funny they're sitting there at the, like the cafeteria which is or like the common area which is outside and as they're talking there's this cop in the background who's got like a full like winter's jacket on <laughs> just walking in the background i'm like whoa that's me <laughs> <laughs> i was like it's la i don't know how cold it gets there but i'm like i'm cold all the time but he he gets he's flirting with her asking her what about herself and he's like well you can come to watch me practice football after school mm -hmm. i'm like oh that sounds fun and he also tells her that the the three nancy bonnie and rochelle are witches of Eastwick. Oh, oh, he calls them the bitches of Eastwick. Oh, maybe my autocorrect put witches. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he calls Nancy a slut. Here, I wrote down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just thought that was funny. He's like, what are you doing after school? You can come watch me practice. And she's like, nah. Oh, that sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah. I would just love to watch you practice. Of somebody that I don't know. Ugh. Um, also, a little fun trivia here. The Smiths' song, How Soon Is Now, is playing while the three the, the three other girls come by and they talk to her. And they're walking by football practice, but they're kind of getting to know her a little bit. But right here, The Smiths' How Soon Is Now is playing, mm. which is the theme song to the show Charmed. Yes, which that's right. Which the director of this movie has a real problem with that because he said that before this movie came out, he went to like the studios or whatever with an idea for a TV show about witches. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, How Soon Is Now should be the theme song because I really love that song. They were like, nah, we're not going to do that now. You know, that's, no. So he went to make this movie with his idea, and then later Charmed came out. <laughs> and they're like, oh, actually, that's a really good idea. We're going to go ahead and do that now without you. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he was not happy with that. I don't blame him. But you know what's sad is that Sarah does kind of go to the football practice. I think she's just kind of like, well, this guy's kind of cute. And she's kind of walking outside by the fence, mm -hmm. um, kind of getting a glimpse of him doing his thing. And then the three girls come walking up. I put it in my notes here. I'm like, I think these girls will be pretty popular. Like, they're very pretty. Mm -hmm. I guess other than, you know, if they have terrible personalities, maybe not. But I think they look okay. Yeah, in that time, I don't think goth was very popular. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, as it is today. Or even just being yourself seems to be a lot more popular than, you know, you had to fit in this mold. Yeah. Well, Nancy tells Sarah here, she's like, oh, Chris, that guy, he he hits on anything with tits. Mm -hmm. And Nev Campbell has a very funny line. She's like, well, except me. No. <laughs> because we find out later, but she's got severe burns all over her body. Mm -hmm. I don't think they ever say why. Mm, I don't know. 
know. Maybe maybe I'll have it in my notes later. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, she feels ugly because she's got scars and that's just, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. So she's disappointed that she's like, well, Chris hasn't ever hit on me, the son of a bitch. And they're like, well, come on, let's go to the mall. And, and Sarah here has an interesting line. She's like, I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. And Nancy or, or Nev Campbell are like, well, that's okay. We get a five-finger discount. Whoa. <laughs> and as they leave, Nancy says something to Chris. She's like, well, don't screw up or whatever. And he fails. He, like, falls on the field. Trips. And, yeah, I, it, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a crazy. It's, it's a kitty kind of thing. Yeah. I guess. Well, as they're going to this, then kind of the shopping mall or whatever, they find out that Sarah has slit her wrist previously, mm-hmm. and they're all the way down the wrists. And Nev Campbell's like, "Oh, you did it right. You did it the right way." Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then Ro- Rochelle's like, "How did you know that? How did you know that was yeah. the right way? How, how do you did- even know which way is right? What is how?" And then she was just like questioning the whole thing, and yeah. just like, "It's kind of sad that it's common knowledge." Um. I've never tried to do that, but yeah. I, I know what they're talking about. Yeah, I know. You, you uh, hear it, yeah. So it's kind of funny how she was just like, what? How? How do you know that? <laughs> just like everybody knows that. Come on. Yeah, I know. Well, well, they go into this like witch shop, which I guess now would be kind of like holistic medicine type place if you went to a store like this today. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah walks in with the rest of the girls and the shop owner is all like, oh, that ring on your finger, that used to be your mother's. She's like, what? Like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Do I know you? They... They walk around the store and stuff, and the shop owner gives Sarah a book called The Craft. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's the script. <laughs> it's the script to the movie. This is so you know what to say next. Yeah, it'd be funny if it had her name. It's like The Craft, 1995. <laughs> and so she's all like, well, can I buy this and this? And she's like, sure, that'll be $50. And Sarah, despite earlier saying no money, she pulls a $50 bill out and buys all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and even the shop owner was like, well, at least you have money. And like your yeah. friends or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, so you know they steal and you just let them do it? Yeah, I guess so. And I, But I thought that was so funny because she specifically earlier just was like, shopping, I can't go. I don't have money. Here's 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> There's a missing scene where they rob people, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that was her thing of trying to get out of it. Oh, probably. That sounds like something I would do. Yeah, I'd be like, no, I can't. I gotta feed my dog. <laughs> yeah, so... I guess they decide to go through Skid Row because they're fucking walking later at night. And right? there's all these like homeless people and what I'm assuming are drug addicts just walking around. Very scary area, that's for sure. Yeah, some guy grabs Sarah and you hear a guy in the background be like, come back to Jesus, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. <laughs> but the snake guy is still there. Yeah. And he's like chasing her again and she like runs across the street and he's following her and he gets just ran over by a car. I could, I, I guess I didn't remember this because this freaked me out and it, it, I, I mean, it's not even a short thing. You see the car run over his head. You see it quite a bit. Yeah. It like shows it. I, uh, it made me jump. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I probably yelled out. Probably. Um, but it was kind of a, a neat shot, but. I mean, it did run over his head, so I'm thinking his head should probably have been like a pumpkin and just poof. I guess so, yeah. It, it's it's very um, graphic in how mm-hmm. what it did. So after the girls like see this guy get hit, they're all the other three are laughing so hard. They were like, oh, he was chasing you. Did you see him? He got what he deserved. I'm like, well, that's pretty fucking harsh. Yeah. Like that. I don't know who deserves that. I, nobody. And we never really find out what this guy is about. This snake dude. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's it. Like, he's dead, and you never find out why he was chasing her. Nope. 
No idea. And But they're excited because they think that they caused it. Oh, because the four are together? Yeah, they were like, were you, th- were you hoping that that happened? And she's like, eh, kind of. And they were like, we were too. And they're like, we made it happen. Oh my gosh. So this is where we kind of get the backstory. They're, they're sitting in like a little area that they go to. I guess it's got a bunch of couches and shit or stairs or stairs, or couches and chairs. And this is where they talk about their guy. They're like, oh, we worship Menon. Which I kept, with the sound, I kept thinking they were saying Manuel like, <laughs> or Menon. But they were like, oh, he's the god of spirit or something. He's like the force. And he was like, if Jesus and the devil were fighting, they would be fighting in the, or Manuel would be the stadium that they fought in. So it was just showing that like, they're like, mm. Menon has been around forever and he's more powerful than God or the devil. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's much. And he is completely made up too. Is, okay. Yeah. They didn't want to actually use a real um, entity like, or, yeah. or anything. Uh, if you believe in that, because they didn't want people to be trained to, um, summon something that's possibly real. Gotcha. <laughs> I did read later when they're on the beach doing the summoning, they were using like real spells or real mm-hmm. incantations and some crazy shit was happening. Yep. I got some stuff on that. Yeah. We'll get there. But this is where we kind of get some uh, backstory about Sarah. The girls are asking her like, are you you're kind of prone to magic or, you know, you're sensitive to magic and. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, sometimes, you know, I prayed for rain, like a pipe would burst. She's like, other times, you know, it was so, I, mean, I was so overwhelmed and just wanted there to, everyone to go away. I went deaf for three days. Yeah, that's crazy. If that shit happened to me, I'd be like, I need to go see a psychiatrist. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so Nancy's telling her, she's like, it's very funny the way she's wording it. She's like, Menon fills you up. He possesses you. <laughs> he gets in you. <laughs> He's all up in it. He taps that. <laughs> he gets in, and it feels good. <laughs> God yeah. No. That's, that's funny. So we cut to Sarah hanging out with Skeet Ulrich, Chris, and they're just sitting there on, like, this roof or something. Yeah. It's like a party, I suppose. But he's asking her, he's like, oh, hey, do you want to come over to my house or something like that? And she's like, no. He's <laughs> like, I'm good. He's like, no, we're just... Hanging out. Yeah. It's my first day here. <laughs> it's my first date with you. <laughs> and he kind of acts like a baby about it. He's like, fine, fine, whatever. And she's like, no, I don't want you to be mad. And he's like, I'm not. And she's like, I'm just, I'm not that kind of girl. I want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fine, that's fine. It's perfect. You he's know? Like, yeah, totally respect that. I am just that kind of guy that is going to be completely cool with this. Yes. Cut to. <laughs> the next day. They're in science class again. And the three girls are talking to Sarah, and they're like, did you have a date? So how did your date go with Chris? And she's like, why? And she's like, well, he's told the whole school that you guys had sex, and you're the worst lay he's ever had. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, no, he didn't. And like, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't believe She's like, no, that never happened. We didn't even kiss. I mean, it does. we didn't even hold hands. Yeah, and Nancy's like, hey, he said the same thing to me, about me. So she later confronts Chris in the hallway again, and Brecken Meyer steps in. She's like, I need to talk to Chris. And he's like, Chris isn't available right now. And he's right there. He's right behind him, yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't going to work. So she does yell at Chris, and she's like, why would you say that? And he's like, stop begging to go out with me, God. Yeah, which is good for her for confronting him, right? And not just taking other people's word. Yeah. You know, she just went directly to the source, which I just love that. Yeah. I wish more people would do that and just be like, hey, did you really say this? Like, and what then, the fuck? Yeah. And then she finds out, yes, he he really he really is an asshole. He's a very big asshole, I guess. And as he walks away, she's like, fuck you. And he goes, nah. Mm. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Yeah. 
So he's just being a baby because he didn't ha- get any sex from her. Yeah, what he a f- didn't get the sex and what a baby. That'd be funny though. She could probably turn it around and be like, "Yeah, we did have sex. He lasted five seconds." <laughs> True. <laughs> or he smallest penis I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I couldn't even feel it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "I'm going to man on man on because he fills you up." <laughs> So now we get to see kind of the other girl's school life. We see Rochelle is her name. Mm-hmm. She's like on the diving team or just doing dives, I guess, for the class. Swim team. Gym or something. something. She, <laughs> She's on like the top um, board there getting ready to jump and she's kind of like freaking out. Yeah, that was scary. My goodness. Yeah, she's like having a little moment of a panic attack. And Christine Taylor, Ben Stiller's wife now, is... Sitting there watching her and kind of like she's the she's the jerk. Yeah, she's got her other minions with her. Yeah, and kind of snickering. They're and laughing at her. Yeah, and and as Rochelle starts to jump, she goes shark and she botches it and like backflips or backflops into yeah, it. Backflops, not yeah. even a belly flop. I'm no, like, holy shit. So <laughs> this is so strange. They are in the locker room. Oh, Ro- yeah. Rochelle is like, what the fuck's going on? And she hears, like, Christine Taylor goes, uh, hey, Rochelle, I found a... A pube. Yeah, she's like, I found a pubic hair in my toothbrush. It's probably yours or one of your nappy hairs. In her hairbrush. Yeah, and she's like, why Why are you being like this to me? Yeah. And I don't, I am repeating what the movie says, but she's like, why are you doing this? And she goes, I don't like negroids. Yeah. And I had to look that up. I'm like, I've never heard that before. But yes, it is a term. Yes, that is and that was from the movie, not from us. Don't come hating at us. We we are not like that. She is African-American. She's darker skin. She's got the curly hair. She's different. So they're scared of that, and they make fun of her. But just being out and out racist like that is fucking crazy. It's awful. Like, when you see people out, or, like, look online, and there's videos of people being out and out racist like that, you're like, well, these people have a real problem. They they really do, and, and I think a lot of it is just they have their own self-problems. They're, they need to look inside because they're lashing out for a reason. Yeah, but just to say, like, a racist thing to, to another person like that, just out and out, is fucking insane. It's hate, and hate is never good. Yeah, and I guess they're just trying to show you that she's a bad character, but I'm just like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get that. We we got it. Which it <laughs> does it does have a very funny ending to this later, which we'll get it there. It does, yeah. Because there's just something she says makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I do have something. So originally Rachel Tree was not supposed to be written into the script. It was rewritten to add the subplot of a racist bully played Christine Taylor. How great is that, huh? It's like, well, we're gonna write a black character into this movie and we're gonna make sure you get racist you know epithets yelled at you yeah and she didn't realize that um and she actually experienced this in real life per her own twitter from 2018 she said quote that year mtv had three white craft girls present at the movie awards i was not included or involved when as a guest of someone this was standard operation procedure at that time oh i bet end quote yeah so that was from her own Twitter, which it's really sad yes. that, that that happened. She should have been, it should have been the four of them all the way through. And I'm not blaming it on the other three girls. No, it's they, just. They probably didn't have any 
choice yeah or, or saying even it. know about it mm-hmm. uh, it's just really sad yeah it's it's very sad this movie also won a uh, mtv movie award for best fight um, oh. which they beat jackie chan and jackie chan's first strike oh. <laughs> i showed you that fight which was just amazing it was he jumps through a ladder it's insane and then they won best fight for their end where nancy and sarah are fighting that just goes that it goes with popularity i think i've said this on another episode is whatever is popular which is not should not be because it should be whichever's best yeah well feruza bulk oddly is like almost in tears with how happy she is she's mm. like thank you so much like i'm just i don't know what to say to this i'm like you want best fight <laughs> it's yeah. not an oscar <laughs> calm down <laughs> Yes, yeah. now we get Nev Campbell at the hospital, her mom and her sitting there, and yeah. the doctor's like, oh, we'll go, this has some um, a good good chance, and you know, you're like, what's going on? The doctor here is the guy, lady who played the captain in Starship Troopers, who gets crushed oh, by yeah. a door at the end of the movie. But basically, yes, they're, they're dragging a needle across her scar tissue to clear it up, I guess. It's almost like a tattoo. It kind of goes in and out, in and out. Just yeah. a small little needle kind of poking in and out. And yeah, eventually she just screams out in pain. Yeah, she like screams her head off. I did watch an episode of Ink Master after I got my last tattoo. I got like way into watching that show for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. But they did do ones where people with like scar tissue. There was a guy there that had his leg like cut off or he, he was an amputee. And the guy wanted the end of his knee like tattooed. And the guy tattooing him was like, you know, it's it's rough and go. Like, we could be doing fine. He has no feeling. And then, like, we hit a cluster of nerves. He's like, he's got a bunch of scar tissue. You don't know how it's going to go. So, God, getting a tattoo or getting that needle dragged across scar tissue like that. Yeah, I bet that's that's not good. There's so many nerve endings in your body. Yeah. So Robin is at her house, and we have, like, a quick flashback here of her slitting her wrists. Mm-hmm. Which... Was she under the influence of something or what like did something make her do it or did she just do it? I can't remember. It's been a minute since we watched it. I want to say it's it was maybe because of her mom. Yeah. Which we find out later is not alive. She died at birth and maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe she maybe she was just depressed and tried to kill herself. I guess. Yeah, because it shows her like she has this cup and it looks like it's full of blood because I wrote a note here. where I'm like, did she drink blood? But she like drops the glass or something i think on the ground but yeah she like slits her wrist or maybe she was seeing things maybe her abilities yeah it's just freaking her out she talks about being sensitive and stuff like that true yeah so now we get to see nancy's home life which she lives in a trailer park yeah it, it's not as nice <laughs> the poor girl you kind of understand why she is the way she is because she's like walking home in the rain and she's soaked and she goes inside and her mom's drunk and dad is a slob. Piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. I wrote that what he said down here because the mom, the lights go off and the mom's like, yeah, did the power go off? You got to check the breakers or whatever. And he goes, it's a storm, Grace. It's a connection issue, Grace. That's why the lights are off, Grace. Uh. <laughs> he just keeps saying Grace after the end of every sentence. But there's bulls everywhere throughout this trailer catching water. And the mom is yelling at the stepdad, I'm assuming, who this guy is. Mm-hmm. But... 
She's like, well, if you can't pay the bills, then what are you good for? And he's like, you know what I'm good for. <laughs> Yuck. So we kinda, that's that's Nancy, you know, she, I think she goes into her room, but we kind of get a, a, a look at everybody's personal mm-hmm. life here. The next day, what the, the three girls tell Sarah that they're going to go on a field trip and they take like the public bus, which they are all wearing like sunglasses sitting in the back. Very cool. They're so cool. The, I, I told you this at the time, but the guy driving the bus looks exactly like Nacho's father from Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah. I think you even looked it up. You're like, nope, it's not him. It is not. I wish <laughs> I could remember who it was at this point, but no, it is not. It's just a guy. But yeah. Oh, he. I remember. I put it down in my notes here. Oh. He's in Tremors. He's he's one of the people in the town. He's in Tremors. Oh, I see. Okay. He's the the, the Spanish guy in Tremors. There's only the other. Guy. That's the only other guy in there. <laughs> There's that guy, and then the Spanish guy. <laughs> well, I mean, he's the only Spanish person in that movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they're in the woods, and they're performing like a ritual here, and they have a big knife. They hold it to each other's neck and they make them, like, say a ritual. Mm-hmm. And then they kiss each other. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess I didn't write that down. Except for Sarah and, and Nancy. They, oh. They kiss on the cheeks, but everybody else does full lips. Wow. I'm surprised I missed that as a man. Just a little peck. Maybe that's why everything goes wrong. If she had kissed her on the lips, they would be like, she'd be undying devotion to her. I don't know. You can kind of tell that she's all like, oh my God, am I going to have to kiss her? No. <laughs> And then it was just a cheek, and she's all like, whew, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they're they making, like, this con- concoction with this goblet, and they say, as above, so below, which is a thing from Aleister Crowley. He was a dude that actually practiced magic in, like, the early 1900s, 50s, I think. Yeah, they prick their finger mm-hmm. and put it in to the, the goblin, and I never, ever, ever suggest anybody doing this. No. Ever, 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 ever. I don't care yeah. how well you know people. Don't. Yeah, it's it's unhealthy. It, it could kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what it is, you know. But, um, yeah, they end up drinking it, and I'm just all like, Bleh. I just can't. Yeah, they all say what they want, I think. like. Oh, uh, yeah, what their desires are. S- Sarah says, like, she wants love, or she wants Chris to be undying love to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what the other two wish for. I know... You know, Nev Campbell wants her skin to be okay, and Rochelle wants to be, you know, not bullied. Oh, yeah. Nancy wanted all the power of Manon. Yes. But that's basically it. The other girl's like, Rochelle wants to stop being bullied. She that's wants. Put- <laughs> yeah. Rochelle wants to be, you know, wants revenge on her bullies, basically. Mm-hmm. Nev Campbell wants to look good, like her skin to be okay. And then, you know, you do hear Sarah say that she wants love from Chris, and they're all laughing at her, like, really? <laughs> like, yeah. Chris? Uh, come on, can you pick a better guy, at least? So, and then, like, a bunch of butterflies fall, fly all over them, and they're like, oh my god, look at that. Yeah, it's Manon. I guess. They're in school the next day, and Ski Ulrich won't stop looking at Sarah. He is, like, staring her down the whole time. And they're trying to go to the next class, and he, like, keeps trying to talk to her, and she's pissed off at him, you know, and they realize, that, like, the spell's working because he just won't stop talking to her and try to, like, you know, talk with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he finally goes up to her one time, and uh, she's like, hey, how about you tell your friends you're a lying sack of shit? And yeah. And you made everything up. I think he's like, yes, yes, I will. Yeah, Absolutely. he's all like, okay, you got it. And I think he says, like, he has a line before that where he's like, I'm a man, and when you're a man, you expect things from women. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, that's not true. I mean, yes, you may think that, but no. Not a good excuse. Yeah, they go into, like, mass, I'm assuming, because they're in the mm-hmm. church, and the father is giving him, like, the he's doing a prayer, 
And Ski Ulrich, they're like, oh, carry my books. He's like, yes. And I think Nev Campbell gives him her books too. Yeah, they start kind of giggling and yeah. kind of directing him around and kind of bullying him. Well, he deserves it. I don't care. I just, I didn't like it. Uh, I was just uh, like two wrong, two wrongs don't make a right kind of thing. Yeah. Well, um, um, Breck and Meyer and the other guy are giving him shit. They're like, "Hey, what what are you doing?" Yeah. Like, what are you? Are you crazy? Yeah. I think I think even one of them made like the you know, "Are you crazy?" sign, and he's just uh, under a spell. Yeah. They they're like, "It worked. It worked. The spell worked. Like he's he's under my thumb now. He's he's in love with me or infatuated with me." So then we cut to them like at some. I think it was at Rochelle's house. And they're all kind of laughing and talking about, like, Chris and stuff. And Sarah's like, have you guys ever played light as a feather, stiff as a board? Mm-hmm. And they were like, no. What? What's yeah. that? She's like, basically, you one of you lays on the ground, and then we try to lift you with just our, our index and middle finger on each hand. Mm-hmm. We'll all be like, light as a feather, stiff as a board, light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so they do that, and, like, they don't believe, but she's like, all right, everybody close their eyes. And they do it. They lift her off the ground. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, Rochelle is like, I don't think this is working, guys. And yeah. they slowly open their eyes and realize that she's like maybe three or four feet off the ground. Yeah, maybe. And they were like, oh, shit. And they're just like, stay, stay, you know, calm. Otherwise, you're going to drop to the floor. But then I guess the mom knocks on the door. Yeah, she's like, hey, guys, what's going on? And then she falls back down. Yeah, and she's like, oh. Yeah, she's like, ow, my butt. <laughs> they're watching, it shows them like at night watching Bewitched. It's like, yeah. I'm like, why would you care about watching Bewitched? I guess they're like, they, they are into anything that's witchcraft, I suppose. Yeah, they're all like these badasses now, you know, watching Bewitched and then walking in slow-mo everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's just all like badassery all over the place. Well, it's very funny when they're walking in slow-mo. Like, I made a note because it's just so funny to look at, but like Sarah's chest is like, bung, bung, bung. <laughs> I'm just like, oh boy, they meant to do that on purpose. Bunga bunga. <laughs> and then, so they're walking in the hallway. Sarah is, and she sees Christine Taylor, Rochelle's bully, and she like grabs some of her hair and yanks it out. And Christine Taylor's like, "What the fuck?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I saw a bug." And she's like, "You stupid bitch." Oh, <laughs> damn. What they do then later that night is that Sarah is weaving some of. Uh, that the bully's hair into Rochelle's hair. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get the backstory of Robin, where she's like, Rochelle is like, who's that lady on your dresser? And she's like, well, that's my mom. She died in childbirth. Yeah, sad. And Nev Campbell's like huddled in the corner and like praying for her scars to be taken away from her. Yeah. There's a very like sad, serious movie behind this one where Nev Campbell is just like so sad and sick of the way she looks. I know, and that's awful. It just, it's... I'm sure it's hard to accept your body sometimes. I know how that is. Yeah. But you just gotta. You gotta make peace with it. Yeah. So the next day, Rochelle is again standing on the diving board and bully Christine Taylor, like, takes her swimming cap off and a bunch of hair comes out with it. Yeah, like... A ton. (laughs) You can see... They did a really good job. You can, like, see your scalp and there's some a little bit of blood, you know, where the hair is coming out. So, yeah, that... I was like, holy shit. And so Rochelle is like all happy and shit that that's working. So she does a perfect dive. And the coach is like, wow, look at that. What? That was amazing. (laughs) I didn't know she could do that. Like, yeah, people didn't bully me. I could actually do what I'm intending to do. (laughs) Right. And then now we see Nev. She's like, the doctor's kind of looking at her scars. Like, well, we'll see. Like, 
you know, sometimes it takes a few times of this to work. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, how expensive was this to be, oh, I wonder? A ton, oh, shit ton, probably. Well, the doctor is, like, kind of running, like, a scalpel or something, like, a, an instrument across her scars. And basically what I imagine they did is, like, she's peeling the makeup off mm -hmm. because you can start seeing, like, her perfect skin underneath. Yeah, it's like, I thought it was, like, a cotton swab that she was kind of running across. Oh, yeah. And then it just kind of cleared away, like, it started crackling, like, drying up the scars. Yeah. And then it just cleared away to clear skin. Yeah, exactly. And, like, she's like, oh, my God, like, it's... It's actually working. I didn't like, think this worked. Holy shit, I thought I was just going to get a shit ton of money out of this. I yeah. didn't think it would actually work. You're going to have to come back a few times. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have at least five more sessions. I just bought a big, I bought a car and a house. I need more. <laughs> and then, yeah, Nev comes into school, into their French class, and she, like, takes her jacket off, and Breck and Meyer and the other guy are like, hey. You're like, whoa. You've got perfect skin now. Where have you been? But I think... The most attractive thing of that is just her confidence. Yeah. Not how she looks, but I, how she's presenting herself. Yeah. She's got her head up because before she was like it and just had her hair and her face and her head down. And now she's all like head back, shoulders up. Yeah. I'm, I'm all that. That's what, you know, I'm just like, that's attractive. Yeah. I'm sure that's, yeah, that's. But you could be a little bit too much though. Yeah, so I think don't so. Don't be over. You just gotta know the right, the right confidence. Yeah. Well, I could go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rochelle and Nev Campbell they thank Nan or thank Sarah for all she does, and you see like Nancy's pissed off that they're all thanking her. Mm hmm. A little jealous. Um, there's a line here where Rochelle says that Nancy doesn't want to be white trash, but she is white, so get over it. <laughs> oh, yikes! I don't remember how that came about, but. We do see um, in the trailer, um, in the trailer now with Nancy and her stepdad and mom, like the dad tries to beat the mom. Mm -hmm. It's funny. I wrote that he has rainbow suspenders on like Robin Williams when he used to play Mork for <laughs> oh, Mork. Wow. I, I didn't like, notice. Rainbow suspenders. That's weird. So yeah, he's trying to beat the mom. I don't remember what started it, but yeah, he's like beating on her and Nancy comes out and she like screams and everything goes off. Like Everything the... starts sparking. Yeah. And he... Falls down dead with a heart attack. Yeah. I think that even shows him, like, sitting in the ambulance as they're driving with this guy. Like, the ambulance is trying to, like, keep him alive or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah. But we get a kind of a weird scene where it's, like, this guy, he's, like, an accountant or whatever, is like, um, yeah, so your husband had a life insurance policy of $175,000. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that goes to me? He's like, yeah, <laughs> you're the beneficiaries. I get that? And then... Her and Nancy just start laughing uncontrollably, mm -hmm. which I was thinking, like, if you're this insurance agent guy now, you'd be like, maybe we should look into this. <laughs> so what were you doing at the time of his death? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, your policy doesn't cover witchcraft to cause a heart attack. Which, I mean, okay, probably after funeral costs, you're going to have and maybe taxes and you don't ever get all of that at once. I don't know. I mean, I could see where they could still live pretty comfortably but yeah i was thinking that when we watched it i'm like 175,000 doesn't seem like that much not really yeah anyway <laughs> i the math i'm sure is wrong but um yes i was like oh 175 because we see that they have a nice apartment now mm -hmm. like the girls go over to nancy's apartment and it's a super nice like loft and the mom has this fucking jukebox with records in it yeah I'm like, how much did all this cost? Like, your money is gone. They're probably in major debt now. <laughs> yes. They're like, 
we got 175 we spent 250 yeah, it kind of shows a little bit of uh, Nev Campbell's newfound confidence where she walks by this, you know, decent looking guy and he just yeah. goes, nice ass. Right. Yeah, she's become like a, a whole, a hoe. <laughs> a, a hoe. <laughs> Faux show. No, yeah, she's like, what? He has a nice ass. What? And they're like, they're like Nev, come on. Like, uh, that's a little mad. But the mom is like has nice clothes on now and she's like telling all the girls about her house she's like yeah, she's... oh i love this couch and nancy behind her mime shooting her in the head mm-hmm. she's like oh my yeah whoa like your mom's actually happy and she looks i mean i think she was still drinking but she looked pretty good yeah i think she's got like a cocktail in her hands yeah. and they were like what's this jukebox and she's like oh this jukebox just plays connie francis records <laughs> she's like i always wanted a jukebox that had nothing but connie francis here you go and I'm just like, so you spent all your money? Yes. Why not? So the the girls are like hanging out at Nancy's apartment now at night. And they're like, oh, there's a spell. We could change what we look like. And Sarah changes her eyes to be brown and no one notices it. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're like, what? Um, that's it? She's like, fine. How about this? I'll change my wig. And she changes her <laughs> hair from uh, brown, to, brown to blonde. She throws it off real quick and throws a bl- the blonde on. <laughs> Real quick. The CGI is not that great here. She like runs her no. hands through her hair and it turns uh, blonde. Yeah. She's like, look over there. And then they look back and she's blonde. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh cool. But yeah, no, the CGI was, I mean, you kind of see it as she's ro- putting her hands like through her hair that it's changing as her hands are wiping through her hair. But it wasn't that great. No. Yeah. The CGI in this is not that great to begin with. It shows later that night, like, Sarah wakes up because Chris, Skeet Ulrich, is outside her window, and she's like, it's 3 a.m., what the mm-hmm. fuck are you doing? And he was like, I think we should move in together. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and basically, he's just all like, I can't eat, I can't sleep, I think I love you. Yeah, he's like, you I've know. never loved anything other than I think my mom and a puppy. Yeah, <laughs> which, I mean, a puppy, That's I understand that. Yeah, and her dad comes out and he's like, "Hey, hey, buddy, can I help you with something?" And he's like, "No one can help me." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like Jesus. I mean, he's he's kind of got these feelings that he's never felt before, and he doesn't understand where they're at or, or why they're here. And yeah, and the, Robin doesn't even do anything to really help. She's just kind of blowing him off. Yeah, I know she she's kind of overwhelmed because in the next scene she goes to the magic store owner. She's like, what do I do? He's going crazy. And I cast mm. a love spell. And she's like, well, you have to have it run its course. Yep. She's like, and there, she's, she basically says like everything has an op- equal and opposite reaction where she's like, if you do magic, there's going to be a reaction to it. Like something's going to happen because of what you've done. Times three. Oh, yes. The times three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. And actually. Oh, shit. <laughs> times three. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, but the other women are there with the other ladies are there because Nancy buys like a black book. Ooh, she actually buys it. Yeah. And she even mentions like, I've got money now. Right. With yeah. My convertible outside. <laughs> so, so this is where now they're going to the beach and each of them are carrying something like they're carrying like a Nemo fish. Oh. Snake and a butterfly. Yeah. They have a butterfly, a parakeet, a fish and a snake. Yes. No, I went back through. I was very interested in what animals that they had. Um, yes, they're carrying that and they're doing like this seance or something on the beach and they're all like, oh, I, the witch of the West and I, the witch of the North and the South do let into, you know, they're doing all this mm-hmm. shit. And I, I put in my notes here. It'd be funny if some dude like walked by in the background, 
like, what the fuck is going on over there? Yeah, the fun thing about this one that I found is that Feruza, she heard from another witch that the beach that they were on didn't like pagan ceremonies. And since they used an actual Wiccan ritual, uh, some spooky shit really happened. Oh, wow. That Feruza got sick before filming this scene. Colony of bats started hanging around the set and the the waves would rise up and extinguish all the candles that they had. Wow. And it washed away the altar. The director, Andrew Fleming, said it was weird. When they would be shooting, the surf came up higher and when they stopped shooting, it would go back down. Uh, Another weird thing is that a white owl would follow the cast and crew around. So just just another really creepy thing they couldn't explain. Yeah, some kind of weird stuff going on. Yeah. I think Nancy gets shocked by lightning here and it just cuts and it's the morning. And like the other three girls wake up and they're like, where's where's Nancy at? And it shows her she's walking on water. Yeah. (laughs) Which is bad CGI. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't too bad. I mean, and at, at that time when this was made, it was amazing. I remember watching yeah. this and being like, holy shit. Yeah, it is very... I, I remembered this scene from when I first watched it because I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Um, but she's like, I can feel Manon in my veins. He's inside me. He's in me. He's filling me up. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they walk up the beach a little bit and they see a bunch of people and there's just all these dead sharks. Yeah. And she's like, it's a gift from Manon to me. Yeah. And she keeps yelling, these are my gifts. These are my gifts. I'm like, who would want dead... Dead sharks as a fish, as I, a gift. I don't know, but you think the cops or like beach patrol or whatever it is that they would hear because she's like, this is for me. Uh-huh, yeah. And be like, uh, what is she saying? Very loud. Get that lady over here. Does she have something to do with this? Wow. So they're driving in their car and like the other girls are have basically turned against Sarah. She's kind of freaking out. She's like, well, this is, this is quite a bit. Like I've, mm-hmm. this is more than I've signed on for. Yeah, this, this is some heavy shit now. Yeah. And. You know, Nancy is just all like bitching at her and stuff. Be like, well, if you don't want in, you can get the fuck out. And she's like, I'm in. I'm in. God, I just think this is a lot. We just fucking, we just made contact with a fucking deity. <laughs> right. But Nancy's like, hey, what color is that light up there? And they're like, red. And she's like, well, red means stop, right? And she turns it to green. Yeah. And she almost crashes into people as she blows through this green light. Being a little reckless. Everybody is, like, fine with it. Like, Nev Campbell and Rochelle are all cool with how mm-hmm. she's acting. They're all just, like, giggling like they're schoolgirls. And Robin's all like, this is not good. Yeah, she's like, we have crossed a barrier here. I do not see this ending well. And it doesn't. Sarah says to Nancy, she's like, you know, Nancy, you're being paranoid about how I want out. And Nev Campbell in the background just goes, paranoid. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, are they high? Like, what the fuck's going on? Could be. (laughs) Rochelle, we cut to her in the school the next day. She's in the shower. She sees like a trail of hair on the ground and she Mm. follows it. And she sees Christine Taylor, the bully, in the shower, like on the ground. And her, she's like completely bald with like some hair around the base. Yeah, she and she's crying, and she's like, I don't know why this keeps happening. That's the funniest fucking line. She goes, what did I do to deserve this? Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> let me let me list some things for you, you racist bully. Yeah, you said the N-word, and not the big N-word, but an N-word. Yeah, exactly. That's not good. Her friend, the bully's friend, is kind of nice because she comes in, and she's like, what happened? What's going on? She's like, come Aww. on, we'll go to the nurse or something like that. I'm like, well, her friend's kind of nice. Yeah, at least they didn't like turn on her and be like, oh, you're bald now. Yeah. You're different, so I can't like you anymore. 
Well, uh, Rochelle like looks in the mirror in the shower ro- locker room, mm-hmm. and she turns around, and her reflection still stands the opposite. So it's like looking at her as she has her back to it, which that goes to nothing. Nothing comes of that. No, still creepy. So Sarah has made a date with Chris. They're sitting in like his jeep. He's like begging her to go out with him to be his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And you pointed out, I don't know if this is true, maybe we disproved it, but you thought that the car that they're sitting in was the same one that Nancy was driving earlier? Yeah, it was the same red convertible. It looked like I it, swear. yeah. I swear. I didn't I'm, look it up, but it I'm, looked a lot like it. I was like, well, maybe they only had money for one car and that's what they're doing with it. She was like, well, I, I thought we were going out to eat. And he's like, we're not going out to eat. He's like, now that I have you here, I'm not going to let you go. Yeah, and she tried to kind of reason with him and be like, hey, I know you feel real intensely right now, but Mm -hmm. have you ever thought of, you know, where it's coming from or why you even feel this way? And and he's like, no, I just woke up and this is how I feel. This this is it. I feel it. Yeah, he he tries to give her a back rub and she's like, no, no. And then he forces himself on her. Yeah. Like, I don't know where this was going, but she kicks him in the nuts and she just yells at him. She's like, I want to be alone right now. Because he's, like, running after her as she's running away. I'm really upset. I'm going to go over here and start thinking about things. What yeah. happened in the happening? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what did she say? Um, I am very upset right now. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what she said. Yeah. I'm going to go sit down. Is that okay with you? <laughs> well, Sarah goes to Rochelle's house, and when Rochelle opens the door, she's like, oh, my God, because Sarah looks, like, beat the fuck up. And she's mm-hmm. got, like, dirt and shit all over her face. Yeah. And she's like... There was nothing in his eyes. His eyes were completely empty. Yeah. Which I'm like, how do you tell? I don't know. You just look at him. I guess you can tell that they have the devil's eyes. Like <laughs> Halloween, the devil's eyes. Um, so Nancy hears that, that, you know, Chris is trying to, you know, that Chris tried to rape her and she like bails. She's like, well, where is he? They're like, well, they're having a big party like a bunch of kids are. And so Nancy oh, leaves. Yeah. And Sarah's oh like, just let it be. Just let it be. And she's like, no, no, I'm going to go to this party. Let it be. <laughs> yeah, she's, Nancy said she's going to the party and she tells the girls that she's going to go play. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, this isn't good. This is this is not going to end well. Yeah. Well, Skeet Ulrich is sitting there at the party and he has like a big glass of beer, like mm-hmm. the biggest glass. And his friends are like, oh, that weird ass chick Nancy's here. And he like runs up to Nancy and he's like, where's she at? Is Sarah here? So I think this is where she takes him up to the bedroom. Nancy changes her face to look like Sarah. Yes. And he's like, oh, Sarah, hey. He's like drunk off his ass. Uh And he's like, oh. And I think I I wrote in my notes here, kind of all over the place on the scene. But she's like trying to seduce him before she changes her face. And she's like, what, are you not in the mood? And he's like, I don't want to get my dick bitten off by you. Oh, geez. And she's like, what? And she's like, we had some good times. And he, um, she looks like a bulldog here. I Just the way I said it with her mouth and yeah. the way her nose, she's just like. <laughs> so she realizes that he's not having it with her. So then she, then she changes her face yep. into Sarah. Starts climbing on top of him. Yeah. And she's like, make love to me. So he does. The other girls show up and we see Christine Taylor, the bully. She kind of apologizes to Rochelle here, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing like this wig. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I called you the N-word. And it took me losing my hair to realize that. That that's a bad oh. thing. <laughs> I know now. Thank you. Yes. So I think uh, Sarah bursts in and, and Nancy turns back into herself and like Chris Skeet Ulrich starts freaking out. Yeah, he's all like, oh my gosh you guys are really witches yeah he's like you really are witches 
And this is where Nancy's like, oh, you think you're in love with Sarah? She fucking cast a love spell on you, you fucking moron. Mm -hmm. You're only in love with her because of what she did. And and Chris says Nancy is jealous of them. And and this is where Nancy starts freaking out. She's like, you don't exist. She's like, you don't even exist anymore. And she's like levitating on the floor, kind of floating towards him. Yeah. This is, I think this is the... It shows like her boots, just the tips of them yeah. on the front, just dragging on the, the floor. And this it's is where, neat. yeah, it's interesting, but this is where she's like flipping her head around and does not look good with Mm-mm. her. I feel bad for saying that. She's she's a pretty woman, but her her mouth is just very large. But she's flipping her head back and forth and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like no, Nancy, no. <laughs> and uh, he apologizes and this is what really sets her off. She's like, oh, you're sorry, are you? Yes. And then the balcony doors come open, and she's like, you're sorry, you're sorry. And yeah, he he was sorry. Yeah, you don't see him. The camera kind of like falls over the balcony, Mm -hmm. and then you just assume that he did. And I'm like, did he die? I guess we're just to assume that he died. Uh, Yeah, we never get a for sure, but I put in my notes that he died, so he died. Yeah. I think so because the next scene is Sarah sitting with her dad and he was like, you can't blame yourself. It was an accident. I'm like, is he dead? I guess he died. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering how real she was being with her dad here because like, he's like, it wasn't your fault. Don't worry about it. I wonder if she was like actually telling him like what was going on, but I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. We see Sarah sitting in like her next to her pool in the backyard and she has a picture of all of them, which is funny. They look like a girl band, like a, a, band of women that you would see you know like the craft that'd be like their band (laughs) like this is our show at the wheel turn when we played but she cuts nancy out of their photo and she like wraps a like a ribbon around it she does a binding yeah she's doing she's like i bind you nancy from doing harm to yourself and harm to others so later that night sarah wakes up and she has like well she thinks it's a dream but like the three other women nancy bonnie nev campbell and rochelle like fly into her room and they're like hovering over her laughing and Mm -hmm. sarah wakes up in a sweat like scared as shit yeah so the next day at school sarah goes into the bathroom to kind of just think for a minute like decompress well yeah because everybody's like looking at her and whispering and knows Mm -hmm. that you know she had something to do with chris's death yeah like why isn't anyone doing that to to nancy i mean i'm sure they are they're probably like nancy killed that guy Mm. But yeah, she goes into the bathroom to decompress and she locks the door, does my least favorite trope in movies, which is where you sit down on a toilet. Yeah. Like a public toilet like that is going to be nasty. It is. It's going to be fucking disgusting. There's that scene in the new episode or the new season of Stranger Things where that girl is sitting on the floor in the bathroom. And I'm like, no. Right next to the toilet. Yeah. She like wedges herself in between the toilet and the stall door. I'm like, Mm, that's the worst. That's how you probably get, you know, cancer. I imagine. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, but it it grosses me out because public toilets usually don't have a toilet seat. And if you're just going to sit down on there, people, well, men's bathrooms, there's going to be piss all over that toilet. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. I hate public toilets. And when someone sits down on it, I'm just like, okay, well, your clothes are ruined. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But she locks the door and then the other three women come in and they unlock the door. She sees the lock like undo itself. Yeah. Damn. I think here Nancy tells Robin that she can hear her thoughts. And that, like, she's wanting out at this point. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? No, no, I don't. It's, everything's okay. She and does a high-pitched voice. Like, no, it's fine. <laughs> Which means you know it's you not. You know it's out, yeah. And one of, the, I think Bonnie or something, she's like, if you're out, you need to leave. And she's like, what, leave? And Nev Campbell's like, the school. 
And then another one, Rochelle is like, the planet. Yeah. Because they're like, the, you know, if you're out, she's like, did you, I think they say here with like, did you know that witches, what they would do to other witches when they would leave the coven? They would like hang them or something or burn them. They would kill them, basically. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, shit. So they're like, oh, yeah. And then Nev Campbell is like, oh, hey, sweet dreams. How you sleeping? So it's like, that was probably real. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't believe these girls are being so just mean. Yeah, I don't know why they're all of a sudden turning on her. If this movie was a little longer, maybe you'd believe it. But it's just like, you know, she wants out. It's like, dude, somebody died. Like, you guys are not thinking that you went too far. You don't think this is serious? (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, Nancy does have a line here where she's like, oh, and by the way, can you not cast any more binding spells on me? Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, crap, that didn't work. Yeah. So Sarah goes to the magic shop owner and kind of talking to her and... There was a scene earlier when they're there the first time that like Ro- or Sarah tries to open a curtain in the back and the head the lady that works there is like no 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 you're not you can't go in back mm-hmm. you're you're not classified for that <laughs> you don't have the clearance <laughs> so yeah Sarah comes in and kind of explains to her what's going on and the shop owner takes her back there and it's like a I guess it's a place to do magic or something yeah she said it was something about a sacred ground oh okay yeah she's like oh you have a tremendous light in here. She's like, I can hear your mother. She's telling you to be strong. And I can tell that your mother was a witch. Mm-hmm. And that how she needs to invoke Min- Menon or Menon. whatever. Yeah, she's like, you have to take the power of Menon in. And she's like, well, I thought it was evil. And she's like, magic is not evil. It's not good or evil. It's how you use it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Nancy had a darkness in her. So that's why she turned, used it for darkness. She's like, but you have a, a big light in you. That Menon wants to get in. <laughs> Fill you up. <laughs> It's basically like Manon is trying to get people to get women to date him. Yeah. So what'd she say? <laughs> Did she circle yes or no? <laughs> they tried to like take the power in on, on her and like a fake fire engulfs the shop. Like this fire mm-hmm. looks fake as fuck. Yeah. They thought it was real. So yeah, Sarah gets freaked out and she runs home. She's like, okay, well, I got to run home. And this is where... She gets a phone call, I think. Well, first off, she sees a note from her parents where they were like, we went home. They're like, we left and we flew home. Yeah, because she thought they thought that she ran away back home. So oh, they, yes. They flew home just right away. I guess. Cause Instead there's of a, confirming that she was there. Yeah, I think there's like a phone book open there with like a flight or something. Or, mm-hmm. And she gets a phone call and it's Nancy. And then she's like, turn the TV on. And it turns out that, like, the flight that her parents were on has crashed and they're all dead. Yeah. Like, whoa. They just killed her parents. And this is where I was like, oh, she has a mom? She's like, your mom and dad are dead. <laughs> like, mom? I mean, sad her dad's dead, but mom? Which must have been their stepmom. Yes, I imagine so. But she is not in this movie. Mm-mm. Sarah's, like, you know, running through the house and you see just snakes and rats, lizards and maggots. They're just kind of coming up around the windows. Which all the rodents in this shot and throughout the whole movie are real. Really? Yeah, except for the cockroach that ends up uh, on Sarah's face. And there's some other ones that are in like mouths and stuff like that that aren't real. But they basically just sealed this house and Mm. had all of these bugs in it. Damn. (sighs) Yeah, that'd be fucking crazy. Because she's like, she runs into the bathroom and like coming out of the sink are like scorpions and Mm -hmm. she opens the toilet and I think there's like maggots and worms and stuff and... Bugs everywhere. Yeah, so she sits in the 
in the uh, shower and she like closes the door and she's like freaking out and then Nancy pops in and she's like oh I figured at this point you'd kill yourself or something yeah, like that yeah she's um she's like if I was as pathetic as you I would have killed myself already or yeah. ages ago or something like that well she disappears Nancy does so Sarah goes down the stairs and sees all three of them levitating like flying in the living room and Nancy's all like oh you're fucking weak but she does pull out a note that says it's from Sarah and it's like a suicide note yeah that's right and she's like I didn't write that she's like oh well it's in your handwriting yikes yeah this is when they start talking about killing her or how she's gonna kill herself yeah she was like you killed Chris and you were so upset that you killed yourself Mm. and I think Nancy comes in and cuts Sarah's wrists here she like slices yeah, she her. she does. That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so scary. So Sarah runs away and she goes up into her room and she's like bawling her eyes out. Nancy is like, go upstairs and get her to Nev Campbell and Rochelle. They're like, go, go get her. And Rochelle is like, hey, I was okay with you killing that kid. I was okay with you running through the red light. I was okay with torturing one of our classmates that we were friends with. <laughs> But don't you think this is a little much? Don't you think this might be a little too far? Yeah, Nancy's like, if you don't go up there, I'll slit your fucking throats! Yeah, so now they're in a deep. Yeah, I guess, and so Sarah is upstairs, and that's when she takes the power of Manon into her. Yeah, she sees her mom's picture and draws strength from it. And yeah. Yeah, starts to invoke the spirit. Yeah, I guess so, and and so Nev Campbell and Rochelle are like going upstairs, and as they walk past this gigantic mirror, they look and they see that Nev Campbell looks like she's got scars all over her face and body, mm-hmm. and Rochelle has no hair. Yeah. And they all freak out, and they run and get the fuck out of the house. I'm like, that freaks you out? That was it. <laughs> That's all it took? I guess the director's like, look, we're running out of money. We don't have special <laughs> effects money for a big, huge fight. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, it is funny. I think at here, the picture of her mom starts talking to her talking to Sarah, mm. and we also see that her wrists, the scars on her wrist heal. Yeah, because Manon heals her. Yes. So he gets up in her and heals her. Yes, that's all he wanted was to get up in that. So Nancy goes upstairs with a knife to confront Robin. She does. She's like real scary. She runs the knife along the walls. And yeah. Talking and yelling things, and I'm just like, this is scary. <laughs> I'm scared. And I'm like, God, this is kind of boring. Um, I wanted there to be like a big witch fight, you know, but Nancy stands in front of a mirror and the reflection turns into Sarah and Sarah steps out of the mirror. Yeah, that's kind of neat. And and Sarah is like, Manon wants you to know that you have abused the gift that you have given and you are in deep shit. Mm -hmm. And Nancy's fingers here turn into snakes and she falls and like bugs crawl out from all over her like they're out of her clothes and stuff. Yeah, this is where I'm like, well, not all these bugs can be real. <laughs> I think I read something where, like, they did that on a dummy, and then they used computers to, like, put her face over the dummy. Oh, So, maybe. like, they had bugs coming out, but it looks like it's coming out of her. Okay. Well, that's cool. So, Sarah is all like, just relax. It's all a little magic. It's only magic. Calm down. And Nancy tried pleading with her here. She's like, I know. I know I'm crazy. I didn't. I don't mean to be. It just, it got out of hand. <laughs> Like, and I'm sorry. Yeah, and so Sarah's like, starts the binding process again. She's like, I bind you. I bind you from harm against yourself. And that's when fucking Nancy goes crazy and grabs the knife. Yeah, and she's all like, I was just saying sorry so you'd calm down. I guess there's kind of a, this is the part that won for best fight. They kind of fly onto the wall here. 
and yeah. they're laying down on the wall as if they're laying on the floor, and Nancy's like stabbing, trying to stab the shit out of her, and Robin, God, why do I keep saying Robin? Her name is Robin. I wrote Robin in my notes. Sarah has like a chest of drawers fly at her, and Nancy gets like squished, or she gets out of the way, I think. Yeah, Nancy gets out of the way, and Sarah is squished. Gets squished, yes. Uh, which her her stabbing into these and trying to stab Sarah is very funny. The way it she's is. acting, you she's can like. Tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can tell that it's choreographed. Like, yeah. Okay, move your head. I'll stab opposite. Move your head the other way. I'll stab there. You know. So. Yeah. I don't know. I think they needed to practice a little more. Yeah. So Nancy is like, "Where the fuck are you?" And she moves the dra- chest of drawers and. Uh, Sarah's clothes are just there. They're just nice and neat. Too. Yeah, they're just she's, very pressed. Well, it's funny. She probably it'd be funny if she was like, she's naked somewhere now. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at, naked? But Nancy attempts to stab the clothes, and Robin reappears in them because yeah. I guess she did like a a trick. Disappeared. She did a disappearing act. Yeah, she kicks. Yeah, Robin then kicks Nancy into a mirror, and that's that's it. She binds her again. She finishes it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I bind you and bind you. And she finishes it. And then it, that's it. Like it ends. The scene. So That we, crazy fight scene. Best best MTV fight scene, 1996. Not, not the best. So we're in the next day or whenever, maybe a few days later. But Rochelle and Nev Campbell show up at the house. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're moving. They're going. I don't know if they're going back to where they came from or moving to a different house or something. Probably. Anywhere else. Yeah, I don't know. But the mom, again, is nowhere here. No, just the dad. And the dad's like, well, hi, girls. How you doing? Nice to see you. <laughs> and Nev Campbell, she's like, you know that the news report of your parents dying was just what we, was a glamour. We, we a, made you see what you wanted. Just a little trick. What we wanted, yeah. She's like, yeah, I figured that out when my dad came home. Thanks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's like, oh, do you, uh, do you have any powers left? And she just walks away. Sarah walks away. Because mm-hmm. they're like, well, we don't, we don't have any powers anymore. She's like, I doubt. So Sarah walks away and Rochelle or Nev Campbell's like, she probably doesn't have powers I either. I don't really have any. And Sarah turns around and like the wind is like flying everywhere and a big tree branch falls in front of Nev and yeah. Rochelle. And they fall like they, it causes them to fall down. Yes. And they're like, they're like kind of freaked out that she still has powers. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, Remember, you guys don't want to end up like Nancy. Yeah. And we cut to an insane asylum where Nancy is like tied to the bed and this nurse is giving her food or something and she's like, I can fly. <laughs> I can fly. Fly like an eagle. Yeah, and then the doctor shoots her up with whatever and Nancy that's it. She's just screaming to nobody in this insane asylum. Mm-hmm. There is a deleted scene mm-hmm. where Robin visits uh, Nancy. Yeah, in, in the psych ward to help her get better. Oh, I I did see that there was a a sequel made to this movie sometime mm-hmm. after. I think it's called The Craft Ascension. Mm-hmm. I believe. I'm not sure. Spoiler alert: the main character in that movie finds out that she is the daughter of Nancy. What? And at the very end of the movie, Nancy, she goes to visit Nancy in the insane asylum. Oh, wow. So I'm like, if she's been in an insane asylum this whole time, how does she have a baby? How'd she get pregnant? Fuck, did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. She, I, I watched the scene where she showed up and she's like, mom. And it just shows Nancy really quickly. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm much older for Ruza Balk, obviously. Right. But that's it. She's only in there for just that little scene. 
Um, I kind of find the movie forgettable. Yeah. It was okay. I I was wanting to love it. Yeah. I wanted to love it as much as I loved it when I watched it back in the 90s. Yeah. But I didn't. No. I found it a little, I don't know. Boring? Not relatable anymore. Oh, really? I guess back then I was just like, oh, that's so cool. I want to be just like that. I want to be a witch. and I love witchcraft. Cast spells. And, <laughs> and now I'm just kind of like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I was kind of like maybe freaked out a little bit of it as a little kid because I was like, oh, my God, that stuff's real. My parents tell me that that stuff's real. <laughs> yeah. People can really do this. Um, I don't know. I don't really feel like the characters really, you got to know them very well. Mm-hmm. They tried, but you don't really like any of them. Like, you know, Sarah should be your character that you really like. And you at the end, you're just kind of like, meh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She was the most reasonable character. But yeah, I can't say that I like really had any hard feelings for her. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that is that. That's that. That was the craft. So. Thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you very much. We'll next week we continue on with fantasy and doing what we think is fantasy to us. Basically, uh, we're going, we're doing drag me to hell. Yeah. And this is kind of a, a, a tribute to Sam Raimi. Dr. Strange came out and. You had seen this movie before, but you said it was a while. I just we need to watch Evil Dead too as well because mm-hmm. you can really get a sense of all the funny stuff that he does. Like there in, in Drag Me to Hell, that demon dances on the table. You know, yeah, he does funny stuff with horror, and that's just his his style. Yeah, I like that. So, um, yes. Yeah, so next week we will be doing Drag Me to Hell. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, bye.